0: You are listening to The Novel Writing Podcast, episode 108. Grab a cup, cozy up, and let's get to writing. Today's episode is part one of what I hope will be a series of episodes bringing you top tips for writers from writers. The tips I'm bringing you today are from both inside and outside the 60 Day Novel Writing Challenge community, and you can find the links to all of these authors' websites in the description. So let's get into it. Christina Vorkos, and I hope I am not mispronouncing that, is a Greek-Latina indie author who writes Latinx and Greek romance novels, sci-fi mystery romance, poetry, and nonfiction writing craft, which focuses on mental health. Christina says, Self-care is important for us to continue to make progress in our writing and publishing journey. I agree with this wholeheartedly. If we cannot take care of ourselves, then we cannot take care of the characters in our books. Next, we have Sarah Zama, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Zama. She is an English-Italian bilingual author and a book coach who writes historical fantasy set in the 1920s and also fairy tale retellings set in the 1920s. She believes that stories can change lives. Sarah says, plan even if it's only three words describing the three acts of the story structure. That direction will help you get out of any roadblock. Then, write as if you didn't have a plan. There's nothing more powerful in storytelling than letting inspiration disrupt planning, and letting planning guide inspiration. Listen to the story. The story always knows better and will try to tell you. So listen carefully and follow her every whisper. I love the cyclical nature of Sarah's advice. That inspiration and planning can both feed into each other is a really great thing to remember whether you are a panster or a planner. Next, we have Sydney Raven, who writes psychological novels with a strong plot and some spice. Her book, titled Bruises, was released in the Netherlands in 2023, and it's coming out in the United States in May 2024. Sydney says, ask many people at the same time to beta read your book. Give them a list of questions with space for open remarks. Every remark you get more than once from different people is gold. Work on that first before you hand it out to new people. Oh man, I I just have to say, having a list of questions for beta readers is invaluable as an author. If you have never had beta readers before and just hand your manuscript over to them without instructions, you are unlikely to get good feedback. I actually regularly share my beta reader instructions with clients as an example of what they should be asking their beta readers. Next, we have Beth Savoy, who is an author of British Murder Mysteries set in Canterbury, England. She believes that there is very little that can ruin you. Things like missed deadlines and mistakes in your book, those can all be fixed. Beth says, number one, be persistent. Even if you missed a deadline or a plan, get started again. And number two, don't underestimate the power of an outline. You can listen to episode 104 to hear more about Beth's journey as an author. Next, we have Stephanie Parks. She writes young adult and middle grade fantasy. She recently wrote a top 10 tips on the subject of her submission for the British Fantasy Society. Stephanie says, write what you love. Don't try to jump onto any trends or write what's currently fashionable. It's unlikely to be your authentic voice, and the reader will pick up on that. Stick with the genre and the themes that you love to write. So something I have always fallen back on is the advice to write what you love. And this falls right in line with that. To write what you want to read. That's actually how I ended up with a super mega long Harry Potter fanfic story. And also how I ended up with my own fantasy series. So there is a lot of truth to that advice. Next, we have Elia Wollaston, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. She writes fantasy and Western novels, which is interesting because we have another person who writes fantasy Westerns, although I don't think Elia writes fantasy Westerns, just fantasies and Westerns separately, so that's kind of interesting. Elia says, make time for new experiences, to meet new people, try new things, visit new places. Nearly everything you do and feel ends up on the pages of your book in one form or another, and your writing becomes more relatable because of it. I love this advice. It reminds me of the line from The Hobbit where Gandalf tells Bilbo that the world is not in his books and maps. It's out there, meaning he has to leave his hobbit hole to experience it. I think as authors, we enjoy being holed up in our houses, writing the things that pop into our head. But often, the solution for writer's block is to get out there and experience the world. And lastly, Shanna P. Lowe is an author of middle grade fantasy and young adult fantasy. Her motto is to be perfectly imperfect. Shanna says, little fires each day can improve more productive than waiting for a bonfire of motivation every once in a while. A hundred words, or even a sentence, of writing every day is better than nothing. Shanna hits the nail on the head with the definition of progress. We don't have to write a thousand words a day for it to mean something. The smallest bits of progress, no matter how small, can take us toward our goals. Thank you so much to Christina, Sarah, Sydney, Beth, Stephanie, Elia, and Shanna for your advice. Be sure to check out the description for everyone's website and information. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for joining me, and remember, the first draft is supposed to be garbage. The Novel Writing Podcast is a production of Tally Inc. To find out more about our writing resources, including the 60-Day Novel Writing Challenge, check out the links in the description.